everyone. Welcome to my show, Karib Startup Podcast, a podcast to spotlight world-class Asian entrepreneurs and interesting allies that I meet in my life. And today I have with me a very special guest, Faizun Kamal. Hey, Faizun. Welcome to the show. It's a delight to be here with you, my friend. Hi. Thank you, Faizun. So this is your host, Priyanka Kumla, with another interesting episode. And for our listeners, do subscribe to our YouTube channel for Career Startup Podcast. And on your favorite podcast streaming platforms, you can subscribe to us. So you're in the know of all our upcoming episodes as well. So my guest for today, Faizun, talks about how do you embrace chaos, fear, insecurities, and uncertainties, and turn them into doorways of opportunities. Faison is an award-winning coach. She's a nationally renowned public speaker and best-selling author of the book, The Right Franchisee for You, Escape the 9 to 5, Generate Wealth, and Live Life on Your Own Terms. I see Faison as someone who helps thousands of people find their perfect fit in terms of what to do next in their lives. And she's an amazing person to talk to and a bundle of energy. Faison, welcome again to Karyab Startup Podcast. It's a delight to be here with you, Priyanka. Thank you so much. So, Faison, let me start about. Uh, let me start to get to know you from your childhood. So, you're someone who who grew up in Bangladesh and then moved to Nigeria for your education and then moved back to the United States. Now, as somebody who always feels like coming to the United States as a South Asian is the fulfillment of American dream, you're someone who thought that's just the beginning of it. So, tell us a little bit more about your thinking on that. Oh my gosh. Let's start off with a loaded question, Priyanka. I love it. I love it. Um, you know, my friend, I'd like to say to you that I'm super smart and I had it all figured out. Um, don't tell anyone. I really didn't. I just, I, I, I took one step in front of the other. Um, and really it was, yes, I came to the United States to get an education. I did my undergrad, um, went back again to Bangladesh at that point and did a couple of years of work there with a number of different organizations. And about two, three years into it, I decided it was time for me to get my master's. And so I came back again to the United States, uh, got my first master's at Hopkins, Johns Hopkins in Baltimore, Maryland, um, started working for an organization that did international work, and then went back again to get an MBA because I had started realizing the world of business fascinated me like nothing else. And I wanted to learn more. Didn't quite know where that would lead to. And I think this is something that as humans, we all face. Um, it's not so much, it's not so much knowing what that end point of your journey is going to be. I think it is taking that first step and then taking the step after that and the step after that. And really that is all that I have done in my own career. Um, did a number of different things and, you know, throughout the, you, you, you raise, you hit the nail on the head, Priyanka, as South Asians, the culture that we come from, the upbringings that we have, I think there's definitely a sense. If you make it to the United States, you've arrived. Well, that sounds great, but then our lives are not static, right? What do we do once we get here? And I think, Priyanka, um, you'll appreciate this as well as someone, as a South Asian woman who, is, who continues to break the molds of what she's supposed to be, of what she's supposed to do, or what she's supposed to look like. And I think that's important. 
particularly given the times that we live in now, you know, we're in the midst of a global pandemic that's still raging. What does it mean to, what does it mean for you to create a life that you are happy living for? Because for me, uh, that has always been something that I have, that I've strived towards, but also very importantly, what work are you doing that gives you fulfillment to be able to live a life that you really love? Thank you for that amazing insights into your personal life. Now, for our listeners out here, there are three important topics that we're going to cover with Faison. As you've heard, she's such an amazing, positive individual who's going to give us a lot of insights based on her own personal experiences. So the three key topics would be, one, how do you pivot from being an employee to an entrepreneur? Two, what advice would Faison have for us on career burnout? And three, how do you really generate wealth and live life on your own terms? So truly fascinated to hear how can we create better versions of ourselves by learning from your insights. I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So, um, let me ask you this. Did you always dream of being who you are today? No. I knew that I was, uh, I think not being stagnant uh, is something that we should all pay attention to, whether it's getting stagnant in the key relationships in our lives, whether it's getting stagnant in our careers, in our jobs, wh whatever it is that's important to you, to always, to always, because if you are, if you're not growing, my friend, you're dying. And stagnation leads to a slow death. Um, so no, I, I never imagined that this is who I would be, doing the work that I do, owning the business that I have, living the life that I am living. Um, I always knew I think I've always been very finely attuned to myself. Uh, I have always paid attention to things that didn't sit well with me. Uh, little pinpricks of discomfort, if you will. I always paid attention to that because those are, my friend, those are signs. Life always gives us signs. I think it's when we feel we have all the answers that we stop listening to life. But life always gives us little clues and says to us, hey, Aizun, you're not where you need to be. Are you sure that's where you want to be? So I think I think that's the first thing. Now, how do you get that sense of intuition? Oh boy. I mean, I will tell you, Priyanka, I think for me, and certainly when I made the move from employee to entrepreneur, the first realization was I needed to stop looking for happiness where I had first lost it. Think about this for a moment. You're, someone who's listening to this podcast right now, they might be in a job that they have had for many reasons. They make good money, they knew someone, they moved up the corporate ladder, whatever those reasons might be, but they feel deeply unfulfilled. Pay attention to that. Going from one position to the next position that's a little bit higher up on your organizational ladder may not give you the happiness that you're looking for. So for me, it was, Faizun, stop looking for happiness where you first lost it. And that translated in my own life as, I'm never going to go back to the corporate world again. That's done. That chapter of my life is done. And the next chapter, the, these are the Remember the fairy tale Hansel and Gretel? 
with the breadcrumbs leading to their gingerbread cottage. These are breadcrumbs, my friend. Pain, disillusionment, dissatisfaction, uh, frustration, anger, these are breadcrumbs. But they're not useful if you don't pay attention to them. So when I got laid off from corporate America, the same way that millions of people, right, over the last couple of months, Priyanka have gotten laid off as a result of the pandemic, it didn't take me long to realize I was never going to be an employee again. I, I knew, I just knew that in the core of my soul, I was never going to be an employee. So that's great, Faizun, you figured that out. So what are you going to do? That part I hadn't yet figured out. But I think it's, it's having the wherewithal. You know, something I like to say, Priyanka, bet on yourself. You will always be your best investment because you will give you the highest return ever, hands down, period. Bet on yourself. I bet on myself. So when I left corporate America and I didn't quite know what that next step looked like, I took stock of my skill set, what I was really good at doing, what I was not so good at doing. I took an inventory of, okay, what did I, what did I love to do? What are those things that come naturally to me? What are those things that my friends, my family, my colleagues, if you ask them, they would say, oh my gosh, Faizun is really good at fill in the blank. I took an inventory of those things because it's important. And most of us, Priyanka, we don't do that really ever. So what were those fill in the blanks? Can you name three of them that you're really good at that you figured out? Um, I think the first thing would be, Priyanka, I am able to meet a complete, well, let me put it to you this way. My husband will tell you, my wife has never met a stranger in her life. And that's true. I, I can speak to anyone, anywhere, anytime. And I think, I, I believe that's my, one of my superpowers, to be able to do that, right? To have, to have an, a deep, meaningful conversation with someone you just met. Um, I love people. I'm curious. I'm always interested to know, Priyanka, how did you start Curry Up Startup? Because, you know, when I look at your, when I look at your resume, when I looked at, when I looked at your LinkedIn profile, the two didn't add up. Ah, that's interesting to me. Why did she do that, right? I'm always curious about other people's journeys and their lives. Um, and I think once you take that skill set, that inventory skill set, Priyanka, you then start the job of figuring out, is there something out there that I may not have considered that utilizes these skill sets that I have and utilizing them will enable me to be successful in that? That's essentially what I did. That's amazing. What advice would you have for anybody else given these tough, challenging times where there are a lot of layoffs happening? Yeah. How would you pivot from being an employee to an entrepreneur? The one tidbit that you did share was take inventory of your skill sets. What is another advice that you would suggest? I would say definitely, first, take inventory of your skill set. Um, the second thing too, and you know, it, it's, what's the, what's the phrase I'm thinking of? We may not all be in the same boat, but we are all in the same storm. So whatever your situation in life is, take an inventory of that. Getting laid off is a unique experience, Priyanka. I know because I, I too was laid off. And getting laid off once was one time too many. Now, 
my my specific circumstances, I had seen the writing on the wall. I had made plans for it emotionally, psychologically, financially. I had planned for that. If if you have not planned for that, it can come as a huge shock. So it's it's not a particularly fun time in your life to be to be laid off and to try to figure out what to do next. But if you find yourself in that position, do an inventory of financially, where are you? Can you afford to give yourself a little time to figure out next steps? Number two, don't have a knee-jerk reaction, which is what most people have. And that by that I mean, don't immediately jump back into a job search. And when you begin the job search, your heart feels heavy. Your energy is low and dark. You don't feel excited about the interviews that you may be setting up. My friend, again, these are breadcrumbs. Pay attention to them. They may be telling you, well, Faizun, do you really want to go back and get another job doing what you used to do? Is that really where your heart is? Take constant inventory of how you feel. That's the third thing. Because it's, it's leading you. It's giving you clues. And I think finally, fourth, be open to opportunities that may be around you that you might never have considered before. That could be, that could very well be jobs, but it could also be other things. It could be starting your own business. Maybe you've, you've, you've had interest in that area, but never really explored further. Well, if you're laid off, could this be just the perfect time for you to delve into that? That's a great piece of advice, Faizun, especially where we got to be open to what the universe has to offer. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the challenges with a lot of us. We just, uh, we talk about a growth mindset, but putting it actually into practice is a lot of hard work. It really is. It's, look, at the end of the day, my friend, let's break it down to its simplest term. And that is, it's fear, right? What, what Otherwise, what holds us back? Fear of, I'm going to lose my money. Fear of, I'm going to look foolish in front of my friends and family. Fear of being ostracized, right? Fill in the blank. It's a fear of something. And I think, you know, particularly in the times that we live in now, Priyanka, it is that much more important. And by the way, when I use the word be bold, when I say be bold or be fearless, I don't mean, you know, jump, open the cage that the lion is sitting in and jump into it. That is not what I mean. That is silly. That is not smart. But taking calculated, well thought out, reasoned, intentional risks. How much risk can you take so that it doesn't sink you? I don't know the answer to that because everybody's situation is different. I certainly took stock of that. How far can I go before I start sinking? I never want to be in a position where I want to sink. So it's taking calculated risks. You know, people have this notion, if you're an entrepreneur, you're fearless and you take risks. No, 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 no. You take very calculated risks. That is how you grow. That is that is how you stop, to use the word we used before. That's how you stop stagnating, right? You're, you're continuously in growth mode, but have it be a growth that you can sustain and you can manage. That's excellent a piece of wisdom, Faison. You know, it's very interesting how you shifted your mindset in terms of taking a layoff and using that as a positive career breakthrough 
to be an entrepreneur, a speaker, and an author. What do you say to yourself as you go through these, you know, different uh, experiences in your life to keep your inner drive going? Oh my gosh. There's so many things I could say to you, Priyanka, but I think at heart, it's very simple. I wake up every morning and I have a big smile on my face. Ever since I left corporate America for the last, I guess at this point, six years now, I have never once used an alarm clock to wake up in the morning. To me, that's very telling, right? Why? I don't need an alarm clock to tell me that another new day is here. I can't wait to jump out of bed and begin my day. I already know what my day looks like. I'm going to be speaking with and working with clients that I love on my schedule, on my time. You know, again, um, we have a seven-year-old daughter. Uh, this is her second week of virtual school. This is the times we live in, right? Last week, I literally was tied to her at the hip. We are at the dining table, um, helping her navigate the different the technologies that she's using. If I didn't have the business that I have today, Priyanka, I can't imagine having a job, being an employee, and being able to devote the kind of time that my child needs right now. What would I have done? I would have to be on calls with a boss who demanded that I be here, be there at a certain time. I am the boss. I, I, I get to make the final shot. I get to, and because it's my business, if I'm talking to you and you're my client, it happened just this morning. My daughter ran in 15 minutes into the call and she said, mama, I, I need your help. I could see on her face, she was confused. She didn't know what the teacher was saying. So to my client, I said, Bob, my friend, I think we may have to cut our call a little bit short today. And he heard her and he said, no problem. Go do what you need to do. We're done, right? But to be able to, my friend, here's the other thing too. I found in corporate America, many of us have lost our sense of humanness, of our humanity. Definitely the human connection part of it, right? Which is valuable to a lot of us. Right? We don't lead very striated, very regimented, very separate lives. No. As you said, I am a speaker. I am an author. I'm a business owner. But guess what else I am? I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. Those parts of my life all coexist together. And because I'm a business owner, I have been able to create a life where I don't have to make excuses for who I am or leave certain parts of me at home while I go into work. It's all me. What you see is what you get, right? At any point, my daughter could come running through those doors. She might be a part of your podcast and say, mom, I can't figure this out, right? But my point is, Priyanka, I think once you get really, when, when you start asking yourself the hard questions, Am I happy? Am I doing work that is personally meaningful and professionally fulfilling? Am I really living the life that I want to live? And if you can ask yourself these questions honestly, they're tough questions. I didn't get the answers to them right away when I asked myself these. But when you get really clear with yourself, start designing a life that eliminates those things that are not on that list of things that you want. That is how you start to get clear.
Now you have to be ruthless. It's not a fun process. There are many things you have to cut out. But if you have the inner courage and the resilience to be able to start putting together a life that you're going to love, take it from me, my friend. You, you will, it, is, it is a journey that you will never regret having embarked upon. That's a great piece of inspiration, Faizun, because for a lot of us, we get tuned to, hey, this is how we're going to lead our life you know, for the rest of our uh, uh, you know, time here. And sometimes we don't really take stock of our emotions, like are you really happy in certain situations? And sometimes, as you mentioned, the fear, uh, the sense of uncertainty, anxiety overpowers a lot of our thinking in terms of being ruthless about what is that you really want in your life. So that's, um, that's a very interesting way to look at it. Now, you've had uh, the opportunity where you could use... Uh, you know, a pivoting point from being a corporate executive into being an entrepreneur that you are today. But what advice would you have for somebody who's a regular nine to five employee and faces a lot of career burnout? Mm-hmm. Um, speak to someone. I think Priyanka, uh, particularly in our community, we, uh, we place a high value on privacy and we don't we feel very strongly about airing our dirty laundry, right? And many times in our community, people don't want to ask for help. I've been guilty of that. I can't lie. Um, These days, I'm better about that. Um, If I don't know something, if I can't figure something out, I will find the right person to ask and ask them. There's no shame in that. Find someone to speak to. Get a career coach. Um, if you feel you might have a, depending on if you, how certain you are about certain things, if you're thinking, you know, I feel really unhappy where I am, or I just got laid off and I don't know that a job, a new job is the thing for me. If you think a business might be for you, speak to a business coach, speak to a franchise coach, speak to someone who has more knowledge than you currently have in whatever it is that you have questions about. Get that support. Create a support system. Now, does it mean you have to jump out tomorrow and do this? No, it doesn't. It's a process like anything else in life. But you have to, you have to, what's the what's the phrase? Um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on it. But it essentially says something like you can think all you want, but you actually have to do things in real life to create change, right? So take that first step. It could be reaching out to a franchise coach and saying, hey, you know, I see franchises all around me. I've thought about opening one. I have no idea how this thing works. Have a conversation with them. After the conversation, you may find out, hmm, maybe this is not really what I'm looking for. But now you have gained a valuable piece of information that you didn't have before, right? So it's this iterative process. But you have to do certain things. It can be all up here. Uh, you know, don't get into that, uh, what is it called? Analysis by paralysis. I am going to do never-ending, exhaustive analysis, but never really ever start something. Don't fall into that trap. You know, implementation, implementation is the key, right? Because you got to roll up your sleeves and be on the field to really see if your analysis works rather than just, you know, thinking it until death. And then trying to just, uh, you know, overthink and overanalyze and overreact to a lot of unnecessary issues around you as well. Absolutely. If you don't like where you are, move. 
You're not a tree. You can move. You have two legs. Move, right? You reach out. Look, if you're a professional, you're on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is amazing. Reach out to people in your network and maybe people not in your network to say, hey, Priyanka, um, I see that you are the host of a podcast. You know, I used to do ABC before I got laid off. This is something that's always fascinated me. Would you have a half hour to speak to me about your experiences starting a podcast? What did I just do? I just called on somebody in my network and said, hey, this is my situation. Can you help me figure something out? Most people didn't get to where they are by themselves, my friend. In most cases, they will say yes to you. They will be more than happy to help. You know, that's very true. And we see that in our everyday lives, right? When we reach out to each other, you know, there's always someone who's willing to help. And there's always an open door. You just got to find where that door is sometimes. But it begins with you Not first. This, ask- um, yeah. You gotta ask, right? Uh, if not, nobody's gonna know what you need. Exactly. So tell me this, Faison, your book, how do you escape the nine to five life and generate wealth and live life on your own terms? What is one takeaway that you could share with our listeners on that book? Franchise business ownership is a fantastic option for many, many people. But like anything else in life, it is not a fantastic option for everyone. What this book does is think of it as a roadmap. It's a roadmap to helping you figure out, is franchising right for you? How do you know that you are going to be successful if you started a franchise business? It lays that out. If you were... And to our our listeners, can you define what you mean by a franchising business? Absolutely. Um, So franchises are all around us. The most common example being McDonald's. Everybody thinks it's all about burgers and fries. But this is one of the biggest misconceptions. Anything and everything, any product, any service, Priyanka, that we now use in our daily lives, chances are there is a franchise business that does that, that offers that. So let's say we have a storm tonight here in the DMV area. And in the morning tomorrow, we I wake up and I see that there's water coming down the roof. What am I going to do? I'm going to call someone to come in and fix that. That's an example of a franchise that offers roofing services or plumbing services or HVAC services. That's just one category I'm mentioning. There are a lot of different types of businesses out there. So remember we talked about the skills inventory? Yeah. When you work with a franchise coach and you do a skills inventory, the skills inventory is what helps me, if you're working with me, try and start to figure out. There's only There are thousands of franchises out there, but there's only one Priyanka. What is that one business out there that is going to be Priyanka's, what I call, perfect fit. Your perfect fit franchise, my friend, is that one business that meets you where you are right now, but takes you to where you want to go in terms of your goals, whether they're personal, financial, professional, lifestyle goals, whatever those goals might be. Now, Faison, have you ever had a low moment in your career? You know, for people outside, it feels like Faison has figured it all and she knows how to handle any situation with a lot of uh, uh, 
you know, strength and courage. But tell us a low moment and how you. Oh my God. Many, many, so many, so many, Priyanka. Look, I, I am a human being just like we all are. Um, let me give you an image. Remember the last time you saw a duck on the pond? Right? What do you see? Gliding effortlessly on the surface of the lake or the pond. But here's what you and I don't see. What's happening right underneath the surface of the water? They are paddling furiously to stay afloat. Of course, we've all had moments like that. You know, when I first started my business, my own family, my mother, who loves me more than anything, she thought I was mad. She said, are you crazy? You have a baby, you have a house, you have bills to pay. What do you mean you're not going to go back and get another job? What is this business you're starting? She could not figure it out. Um, I had doubts, like many other people around me. Was this the right decision for me? Should I go back and get a job? How long is it going to be before I make any money? Oh my God, it has been a month. I haven't made any money. Where, how am I going to pay this bill? How am I going to pay that bill? Of course, there, there are many, many low points. But my friend, here's what I mean when I said earlier on in the show. You have to bet on yourself. At the end of the day, there's not a whole lot of things in my life I can control, or in the world for that matter. But guess what I can control? What I do. What I feel. Ultimately, my agency over my life begins and ends with me. And if you believe that, and if you believe, like I said, again, going back to the inventory, you know what you're good at. You have arrived all these many years later. You may be at the peak of your career. You are really good at whatever it is that you do. Okay. Why could you not take that and start a business of your own? It doesn't have to be a franchise. You could start a business from scratch if that's what you wanted to do. But bet on yourself. In your moments when you're feeling down, when you're feeling low, when you feel, oh my gosh, did I make the right decision? Keep reminding yourself of why you even began in the first place. That's certainly something that I did and continue to do. You're such an inspiring speaker, Faison, because as I continue to hear your words of wisdom and you know the way you carry yourself, uh, you know a lot of people feel like, hey, I need to get out there and do something and really bet on myself. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, my friend. That that means a lot that you say that. Thank you. Thank you. So we have a fun rapid fire round for you. Are you ready for it? Yes, ma'am. Let's do it. So you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when I say the following. Okay. Role model. My father. How does it feel being a social media influencer? Oh, I don't think I'm that. Uh, I've never thought of myself as that. I think that's one of the things that happens when you... You know, you're loving the everyday. It's the it's the joy of the it's the joy of the journey rather than the end point of the journey. Um, I don't think I'm one. That's but a, thank you if you think that. Faison <laughs> is being humble, but she has a great following on LinkedIn and Twitter. And I'm saying this because she has a lot of interesting wisdom that she shares with us, just like what you're hearing on the podcast. So do follow her on social media so you can stay tuned on being your best version every day. Thank you. Thank you. So here's some, here's some interesting thing. What is the one fun thing about you that you haven't shared with anyone? And I'm going to share it exclusively with our Karib Startup Podcast listeners. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yes, we are. All right. And this is for your listeners who have young daughters. They will identify with this. Uh, others, maybe. 
I am Priyanka completely and utterly obsessed with these dolls called LOL and OMG dolls. Um, my mother is very funny. She said to me, you know, when you were a little girl, your daughter's age, you never played with dolls. Apparently I never played with dolls. So whatever those things were in my childhood, they have finally caught up with me. I have spent time playing with my daughter with those dolls. I think it really speaks to the creative artistic side of me. They're really beautifully made dolls with just great, you know, great uh, fashion costumes, accessories. Uh, it, it's, yeah, that, that's my secret thing that I don't think anybody really knows about. There you go, that's it. Thank you. And you know what, as mothers, we all can relate you know, bringing some aspects of our childhood that we see now playing with our own children. Exactly, exactly. So the final question that we have for you, Faison, is what is your native language and one word to describe yourself in it? Oh, my gosh. My mother tongue is Bengali. One word to describe myself in it. I would say Teji. Teji means fiery or high-spirited or... Um, you know, upbeat. Um, I think that's that's sort of how I am naturally. I think that would be the best word. Thank you so much, Faison. So to our listeners, that was Faison Kamal, an award-winning leader, speaker, coach, and an author as well. Thank you so much, Faison. Your words really inspired us in terms of how do we look at ourselves going forward. And, you know, such wonderful wisdom, especially in the global pandemic, where everybody is going through a lot of emotions. So thank you again for being on our show. Absolutely. It was such a delight talking to you, Priyanka. You, my friend, are blazing the way and breaking molds. I, it's, it's, it's lovely to, to finally connect with you. Absolutely. Thank you, Faison. So to our Curry Up Startup Podcast listeners, on this show with Faison Kamal, award-winning coach, speaker, author, there are three key takeaways that I wanted to share with our listeners. One is bet on yourself. You are the best investment. And two, take stock of your life and figure out what exactly makes you happy. And three, and the most important of all, be the better version of yourself every day, be it as an employee, as an entrepreneur, and give it the best by really implementing what you think you should do with your life. And a bonus tip for you all is the breadcrumb analogy that Faison shared. You know, life gives you a lot of cues in terms of breadcrumbs, and you just have to listen to it and pay attention to it. So with those parting thoughts, until another episode with another interesting guest, this is your host, Priyanka Komla, signing off from Curry Up Startup Podcast, a podcast to spotlight world-class Asian leaders and entrepreneurs. Do subscribe to our podcast on YouTube and all other podcast streaming platforms. Thank you. Thank you.